love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Thank you for being here every single day. Not only are you our family, you're our friends, and uh, you know what? Thank you for being a friend. Turning on this show, up that dial again. All right. Hey, Drew. What's up? How you doing, man? Well, like a different song says, I'm stuck in the middle with you. Right here in the middle of the week. Stuck in the middle with you. Oh, it's hump day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Wednesday is a great day. I'm always excited on Wednesdays. Tuesdays, not so much. <laughs> At least Wednesday, you're straddling the week. You got one foot in the beginning of the week and one foot in the end of the week. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, Claire, what's going on with you today? Oh, well, I was going to say that I, you know what? In between these football days, between Monday and Thursday, <laughs> the there's, day we don't there's football. no football. But fortunately, I'm still watching the Ken Burns country music thing, so that's filling the gap for right now. I haven't even started that yet. Is it so good? Oh, it's phenomenal. Dang. It's, it's two phenomenal. hours. It's two hours every night, so you start yeah. falling behind real fast. Well, you know what? <laughs> you fall behind real fast. Yeah. If you don't want to watch that, that two hours, uh, you know, country music documentary, mm-hmm. you could watch my interview with Ken Burns. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because last time I checked, only 48 people have watched that thing. Right. And it's only 30 minutes long. And you four can watch of them are in this room. That's right. <laughs> I think 12 of them are mine. <laughs> so no, if you do want to watch that interview, go to YouTube and search Fitz Interviews Ken Burns. Uh, Ryder the Younger, what's going on? Oh, you know, I'm having a great day. It's Thursday Eve, which means it's Friday Eve Eve. And that's what I tell myself to get myself through the day. Wow. Oh, it's All a stretch, right. but it works. Well, Not he even. wants to wear fluffy sweaters and hold a hot drink with both hands because it's fall. Our host, <laughs> The Fitz. <laughs> I just want to do that. I am so that guy. Watch some Hallmark movies. Mm, yes. Would I you will. like to come in and have, you know, I, I, I'm that guy that whenever you walk up to the door and I answer the door, I'm like, mm, would you like some warm apple cider? We can go sit next to like a little warm cup or Wait a minute. I've been to your stick. door hundreds of times. You've never offered me warm apple cider. That's because you're a Scrooge. Well. <laughs> you wouldn't accept it, probably. Yeah, Ooh, I would not. Please, I'd take the whole jug. I love warm apple. I love some warm apple cider. There's nothing better than when you go to get your Christmas tree uh-huh. and they give you warm apple. At the farm, mm-hmm. yes, I yes. love that. Yes. Yeah, I still Good think touch. it's kind of funny that you like Christmas trees though, but you won't let me give you uh, the baby Jesus. What? Do we have to start this already? You brought it. All up. I mentioned a Christmas tree. Yeah, and that's it. You're absolutely fine with a Christmas tree, but you won't let me give you the uh, the baby Jesus manger scene to sit up in your living room. I've tried Don't to give him room for it. I'm. What? I don't have room for it. There's no room oh, at my. You know end. what? He's got room for you. How big is it? Okay. You know, I'll be honest with you. I don't Are know you if he's got it's a one-way. Ridge? I don't know if he's got room for you right now. Because <laughs> well, well, oh, you know no. what? Tell you what. He and I'll settle that at some future date. <laughs> oh wow. You're dang right. You will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I should laugh at that. <laughs> I know. I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. I've been trying to, to give honest. him the nicest little manger scene for years. Oh. Well, well, you'll take it? it. You'll take it. You know what? You almost accepted it uh, when your gallbladder blew up about six months ago. Mm, I let you believe that. I think you needed comforting. Enough, oh, huh? okay. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, here comes Wednesday. Let's go. <laughs> it happens live. And now, and now, my now. Daddy. 
it's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Out of my wife's home state of Louisiana. It's a very fitting story, actually. But... Another one bites the junk. Ah! Ooh. There is a truck stop in Louisiana that has a petting zoo <laughs> with a camel. <laughs> I know exactly the one they're talking about. Um, and a group of uh, idiots were harassing the camel the other day, and it got spooked by their dog. And then it pinned a lady against a building and sat on her. So she did what most Louisiana women do in that situation. She fought back by biting the oh. camel on the junk. Oh, Was there high-speed chicken feed involved in this incident? There could have been some high-speed chicken feed, but... Nobody knows at this time. Nobody's been tested. Right now, it just sounds like a collective disaster. Well, both of them are okay. Both the camel who got bit on the pork and beans and the woman. The manager of the petting zoo says the camel isn't usually aggressive. Well, you think? I'll tell you what I do if somebody bites me on the junk. <laughs> you do more than just sit on him. Yeah. But he will be aggressive for every day for the rest of his life now. Yeah. I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio in case you're wondering, folks. I was shocked because (laughs) we've had animals for 30 years and never one incident. They was pushing on the camel and pushing them and pushing them, swatting them with the hat. And camels naturally are going to sat down. Well, when he sat down, she was underneath him. I might feel kind of funny saying this on TV, but... She actually bit him in his private area. That's about as nice as I could put it. <laughs> oh, wow. And then come on down now to Louisiana and get you some gumbo. <laughs> yeah. She sounded just like my wife's granny. That's a, anyway, uh, wow. You see what I'm saying? Don't mess with the camels. Don't no, harass no. the animals Don't. in a petting zoo. Come right. on, man. You're supposed to pet them. Yes. Right. All right, and uh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. As always, if you have any what are you kidding me stories, send them to me. I'm just a message away. <laughs> go to Facebook and search Follow Fits. Where else can you hear stories like that? And by the way, that is not made up. That is an absolutely real story that oh, yeah. just happened days ago. Yeah, I used to question whether or not all these stories were real and then fact-checked a lot of them. Fact-checked like, oh, every, wow. single, fact-checked every single one. Fits happens. Live. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. My name is Fitz. What's up? There's Drew and Claire. Right of the youngins, right over there. Um, always say what's up. You can actually message me direct right now. Pull up Facebook, search Follow Fitz. I've had it up to here. I've had it up to here with people on on Facebook, uh, people that I used to know who, at one point, you know, on my personal Facebook page, we were friends, right? And then all of a sudden you notice those individuals aren't there anymore because they what? They unfriended you somewhere along the way. Mm -hmm. And then months, maybe a year or two goes by and they try to send you another friend request. Hell to the no. Uh Uh-uh. You unfriend me one time, I'm done. Yeah. No, Straight yeah. up, uh, I mean, I've like five or six people on Facebook that I guess, uh, you know, somewhere along the way I, I made a mad on Facebook or something. I don't know why. All I do is post pictures of my kids and, you know, maybe the occasional selfie here and there. But anyway, 
they're absolutely now like reaching out to me again. Okay, well, let's be friends now. Why do people have you guys ever experienced that? No, never. But I just I find it. I don't know. I don't like the fact that we're we're measuring our social interaction on social media now. Uh, th- well, I'm not trying to measure th- anything. Th- well, I, I just, I, these, I just like, can't believe friendships that, that are they aren't they aren't right. true and real friendships. It's right. just like they see your feed or you or you put something political they don't like, and then they cancel it. But then later they think, you know, I want to see what he's up to. Yeah. And right. Now it's like this whole thing. And they're and they're using what like what Fitz is saying is they're using that as a weapon. Like yeah. like we do it like the yes, the, the magazines will be like, oh, Kylie Jenner just unfriended Jordan Woods, so that must mean something. Or they yeah. Instagram following all that kind of stuff. And and you're right, people do do that. What I do, I'm much more passive aggressive than that. I don't unfriend anybody. I simply hide them. I'm yes. basically ignoring yep. you, and you don't know I'm ignoring you, and I feel so much better about it. That's my favorite thing. But in that, in a way, kind of being a little two-faced, if you're making them think that you're friends. Like, for me, I am so like, and Drew will tell you, if I don't like someone, they absolutely know I don't like them. <laughs> you know, right. When I walk yeah. into her, I just don't have, I mean, I guess I really respect that ability. Like, yeah. I don't have that ability to... um. Play that performance, I guess, and, and right. I know I, I know I should, but they don't know it. Here's the thing: right, they can still like, they can still comment, they can still send you private messages. Mm-hmm. They just you don't have to read the stupid things they're posting. Yeah, right. And, I and straight I have, up just I have doing unfriend. Yeah. exactly that. Which <laughs> yeah. is, yep. I don't have a problem with the person. I don't right. dislike them. They're just an annoying poster. Right, and I'm just tired right. of they're like dominating my feed, oh, yeah. filling Precisely. it with their stupid pictures. Right. Or whatever. right. In my case, it was weird. Um, it was like this radio guy in Dallas that I you know, I used to compete with, and. You know, somewhere along the way, he unfriended me. And now the dude's straight up trying to reach out and friend request me again? I mean, that is absolute craziness. No, yeah. Yeah, people Agreed. do that. They they think that, like, oh, this person's not worth my time anymore. And then as soon as they need something from you, it's like, oh, well, I... It was an accident. I didn't mean to unfriend you. Can we can we work things out? I promise. We're still I, you're still my favorite person. It's oh, and I know that. this is crazy, but I honestly believe too that people will unfriend you if they think that you're happy. Oh, 100%. Like they can't stand yeah, it. There's an old meme, yeah. there's an mm-hmm. old meme th- mm-hmm. that I saw that says people hate it when you're happy. Smile because people literally hate huh. it. That Isn't that happen. sad? I, I have had that happen where something really great happened and all of a sudden a bunch of people dropped me. Right, because yeah. you're happy yeah. with it's, your life or something. And that's what social media is doing to us, making yeah. people jealous. Jealous right. little monsters. Right, right. right. Yeah. Jealous little monsters. Jealous little monsters. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, baby. You know, touching and being touched has a remarkable effect on your health and happiness. It's really important, like, for, I think, all of us, I'd like to start holding hands maybe during the show. Some good skin-to-skin stoking and contact. No comments on that at all. That's Uh, unbelievable. uh, uh, Why do you want to do this? It must be really early, because I just said I'd like to hold each and every single one of your hands. Why do you want to do this, though? I think it's a good show synergy. Oh. Because when you do that, when we have skin-to-skin contact... Releases really good uh, oxytocin in our body, a little feel-good endorphins, lowers our blood pressure. There are times like during the night, I'll take my shirt off and I'll grab my Boston Terrier, Susie, and I'll say, come to daddy. And I give her that skin-to-skin stoking time where she sits on daddy's chest 
and I provide her comfort and peace. Yeah, I don't. Um, I mean, that's like every night for me because I sleep without a shirt, and the dog is typically in the bed. So you're saying that you 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 do think it's important, like for animals especially, to have like you know the puppy sitting on top of you know the master's chest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I don't want to do that with Ryder. Yeah, I don't want to do that with any person. What right. do I do? Other than well, one. you just <laughs> happen to be the one closest to me right now. Oh, okay. I just don't know why you guys don't want to try to really get to know each other by pressing our flesh against each other. Well, I mean, like I think, I'll I think that answer, that question answers <laughs> yeah, itself. It doesn't really it? does. Well, I'll give you a hand hug. Do you know what yeah. a hand hug is? I'll report that to HR. No, 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 look, you do like a high five. Says the guy like who this. wants to touch right. flesh. No, I don't want to. You no, do like a high no, five. no. Okay, fine. I draw no the line at fist you. bump. That's enough contact for me. All right, Drew, choose your news. Well, I don't know about all that, but one thing we all should be doing more of, apparently, is drinking more milk because Dean Foods, you may not recognize that name right off, but they are the nation's largest producer of milk and milk products. Well, hmm. they just filed for bankruptcy. Oh, and no. And the reason they filed for bankruptcy, the 94-year-old comp- country, been around for, excuse me, company, has been around for a long time, but people just aren't drinking as much milk. They saw a 7% decrease the first half of this year. Their profits were down 14%. Their stock has lost 80% this year. And it, they say it's all because Americans are drinking less milk. They make I can't products- believe that milk is so milk is the foundation of life. Although, is it possible sometimes when I have like cereal late at night, I feel like it's giving me a little IBS. Is uh-huh. it possible for milk a little bit later to upset my stomach? Yes. Oh, yeah. A lot of adults develop uh, uh, intolerance for dairy yeah. products. That is in so life. weird that you said that, yep. Drew. Yep. yep. Wow, because I'm not. Uh, if I have like a, some cereal at night, I'll get like an upset, t- upset tummy. That's what it is. But here's what I don't get: maybe fewer people are just guzzling drinking milk, but there's so mo- many more of these coffee drinks that have milk in them that we never had. Oh, but the you're percentage, right. we still have you know, coffee. That, yeah, yeah. The coffee doesn't much. But think, when I was a kid, you had to drink that glass of milk at every single yeah. meal at the table. You right. were not yeah. going to get up until you finish that glass of milk. I don't think that goes on anymore. Right. All right, uh, Claire. What about you? Yeah, we need that calcium. Choose your news. If you haven't seen the video yet, you got to check out these various videos of this massive meteor that just <laughs> flew across the sky. It particularly went over St. Louis. This was a couple nights ago. It's part of the tour of meteor Ray, shower. What the hell is that? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, only with a lot fewer like words in it. So basically, it's part of the Torrid meteor shower. That's kind of normal. But this bad boy was like only about maybe seventy-five miles up. That's really, really close. And pretty much every camera, including every doorbell camera in St. Louis, Missouri, caught this bad boy. But you could see it a lot across Illinois, Kansas, Minnesota, Nevada, Nebraska. Why didn't Oklahoma. we shoot our Patriot missiles Everybody at it and blow it up? Super. Blow, well, wait, we don't need Ben Affleck to stop a meteor. Oh uh, yeah, we do. They need that drilling Apparently, rig. Did you and see that, the size yeah. of this thing? That crack team of uh, of oil rig right? pounds or Bruce whatever they call Willis them. and AJ. And, you take care of my baby girl. <laughs> I don't know the next one. Yep. <laughs> RJ, you take care of her. I don't want to close my That's eyes. That's right. Cue, I don't cue, cue the Aerosmith. All right. Right of the youngin, choose your news. Well, for me, I've always heard the question, who shot first? Was it Guido or Han? And it's always, for me, been Han Solo. Because uh. in the original cut, Han Solo shot first. Cut of what? Uh, Ryder, why don't you tell the people what you're talking about? For Star Wars. Everyone who's not, there you go. How do you, uh, Han Everybody's Solo. not in your comic book mind, Ryder the Youngin. Sometimes you get to explain it. Okay. Oh, Guido. Fine. Guido. Uh, Greedo. Oh, okay. Greedo, the green guy. <laughs> so, uh, in the original movie of... Uh, well, I can't remember now because I'm, I'm on the spot. Hunt oh, yeah, for the Red October. Wars, no, the original Star Gremlins. Wars movie. <laughs> a wow. New Hope. Greedo shows up and is looking for Han Solo, and then uh, they each pull a gun on each other, but Han hides it underneath the table. Greedo shoots right at him, but in the original one, Han shoots first. But when they redid it in 2004, Greedo moves his hand, and then they did a CGI edit 
where Han moves, but now on Disney+. Do you mind Plus, just one second? If you're just tuning in and you're considering punching out away from my show, don't. Stick with us. Yep. The Star Wars story is about to be completed. Not Go ahead. <laughs> but Go ahead, Ryder. On- Can we wrap this up? <laughs> yes. But now on Disney+, Plus, they changed the scene again, causing a lot more controversy yeah. and arguments, because all they did was keep it where Han moves a little bit, but at the right. end... Greedo yells something that is unaudible. Well, you're saying is Disney Plus is tinkering with history. It is editing the movies again. Okay. Why couldn't you just say that about two minutes ago? Oh. <laughs> Can we go back two minutes ago? That's a long <laughs> journey. Call us now if you have no idea what the heck he was just talking about. <laughs> Thank you, Ryder. I still yeah, want to see the Greedo version. I'm sure there's many people who know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Han yeah. Solo. Who okay. shot first? So there you go, you guys. Uh, choose your news. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. I'm going to set up this segment. I was just having a little off-air discussion with Ryder the Young, and I'm not going to lie, I got a little PO'd at him. What? Oh, yeah? Because it's it's his generation that is, like, rebelling against a whole bunch of these longtime wedding traditions, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, like getting like, married? <laughs> not only not getting married, but, like, taking all the romance out of everything. You know, like... Uh, Remember the long-time wedding tradition? Uh, the man would go in and he would, with whatever he could afford, like to the best, you know, what a, he would try to get the, the best he could, mm-hmm. you know, with whatever he could afford, right? Yeah, engagement ring. I'm sorry, yeah, engagement yeah, uh-huh. ring. Walk into the jewelry store and do that? Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Yeah, no, why? They're not about that anymore. Matter of fact, they don't even know if they want to get rings anymore. <gasps> What's the point? Yeah, no kidding. What's the point? You're going to drop so much money on just on gold and that like just throws away like Doesn't have to be gold, right or the young. It could be platinum. It just needs diamonds yeah. on it. Uh all right, okay. Well, what the about rest, a, the other parts irrelevant? What about a plastic ring with diamonds on yeah, it? Yeah, I'll that take work? that. Yeah? Absolutely. See? Mm-hmm. That should work. Basically, Look. younger couples are more frugal than than Gen X or Okay, boomers. Yeah. Right? Uh they're also more socially conscious. Mm-hmm. They say mined diamonds just won't do. Yeah. It's not it's just not right for the you know. So just mine. So they're all about the uh, laboratory. Well, alternative stones, cultured Drew. Stones. Yeah. I call them alternative stones. Okay. <laughs> alt. Yeah. Alt stones. Alt stones. It, Writers, some might say that that's the wussification of America. That How? that's the pro- that that's a problem with America. Right. Because now. I want to be more financially stable than just dropping a bunch of money on a diamond ring that might not work out in a relationship. You know, mm. diamonds are forever. They're a good investment. Diamonds are forever. Ooh, you know what? He just said it. Did you hear what Ryder just said? He said, "Why do I want to waste a bunch of money in a relationship that might not last?" So the problem is, that why do I want to waste? They're re- saying the diamonds forever, but baby, you're not right. What, what you're maybe <laughs> not baby, maybe <laughs> you say it the way you are right now ain't the way you're gonna be. Yeah. That's well, what that's he's a little saying, weird. not no, me. I'm just no, I'm no. interpreting his words. What I'm saying is, you see so many people in this day and age who go all out for yeah. these weddings. They spend hundreds of thousands of dollars that they don't have on. Rings, the location, the food, and the fu- like, the family, all of it. And, you know, and then it, twenty years later, they get divorced. And they <laughs> hate he each just other. said it. He he just said it. It all comes down to. You're right. I think the younger folks really don't believe in that sanctity of marriage anymore. Well, mm-hmm. well I right? think he just uh, he clues. He says they go all out. So what I'm hearing is they can't afford the ring because they're still paying off their promposal from senior year. <laughs> <laughs> the, the promposal. <laughs> He's hilarious. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. A recent survey asked some people to identify the best on-screen friendships of all time in TV and in movies. So I was going to run these down for you and see what you guys think. Um, throw some out. If you, uh, well, you're playing the Friends theme, so I would say uh, Monica and Rachel. Always a good one. Uh, yeah. Jerry, 
from Seinfeld and uh, uh, George. George, George Costanza. Jerry and George. George yeah, Costanza. You see them being best. I think that's a good choice. Scooby yeah. and Shaggy. I think that's a really, really good choice. Well, thank you. <laughs> I like Scooby and Shaggy. Oh, oh. hey, Scoob. That's oh. a good one, Scoob. <laughs> yeah, Michael Knight and Kit. Yeah, oh. also a good one. Oh, wow. You're going with like humans and objects now. Yeah. yeah. Batman and Robin. thinking object. Yeah. Yeah. What about Thelma and Louise? <gasps> yeah, they had a pretty good friendship there, didn't really they? Really good friendship. <laughs> Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute from The oh. Office. Oh, he was loyal to him forever. Very forever. good one. Yes. Yes. the regional manager. Yeah. Butch Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, all right, so check this out. Um, these, these are uh, basically what they said are, are like the best friendships ever. Let's see. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh from Winnie the oh, Pooh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shrek and Donkey from Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. I'm a donkey, Shrek. Yeah. I'm a donkey. <laughs> Fred Flintstone and Barney. Sure. Oh, Classic. Of course. Yes. Great from the Flintstones. Team. Yes. Uh, oh, Thelma and Louise is on the list. Uh, how can we forget Carrie and all the girls from Sex and the City? Because in real life, they hate each other. They do hate each other. <laughs> it's easy to forget yeah. that. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm just going to take them off the list yeah. then, because they don't even count. Woody and Buzz from Toy Story at number four. Uh, again, we are talking about the best on-screen friendships of all time. Oh, what about Harry and Ron from uh, the Harry Potter movies? Oh, totally. Aww. They buddies? Aww. Yeah, they Harry and Ron? I love Ron yeah. Weasley. That's one I never really got into. Really? Harry Potter. Wonderful. I either. I I couldn't get into it either. Oh, I fell off after the fourth movie because that was when Twilight came out and they were doing the hardcore romance in every movie as a teenager and I was just sick of it. Mm. Oh, I I read every book. I saw every movie and I I love Harry Potter world. It's great. I had a buddy who got Hogwarts, so after that I couldn't couldn't deal with it. Oh, poor guy. Uh, someone wrote in Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> oh, Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and yeah, Shirley. Like and then Lenny, oh, Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah, Lenny what about and Squiggy. Yeah. Who is uh, Lucy's best friend from I Love Ethel. Lucy? Ethel. Lucy and Ethel. Oh. Monica and Rachel from Friends. <laughs> yeah. Great one. Finally, Joey and Chandler, number one on the best on-screen friendships of all time. Joey oh. and Chandler from Friends. Oh. All this stuff is leading up to something, okay? This is leading up with all this Friends talk the past couple of days. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, they are going to reunite. There is... There is going to be a movie. Are you there's too it? much. There's too much buzz about it. If we could get Chandler, you know where he needs to be. What, uh, what's his uh, name? Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If because mm-hmm. if, I've, I've heard he's he's the issue right now. Mm. You know what I mean? I think he's got some you know personal issues and stuff. And maybe it, they want a certain dollar amount. Maybe could be. I just I think you're hearing the buzz because of the anniversary, but you're you're probably not wrong. They'll probably that be is probably something. why I'm here at 25 years, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really, they just want to promote the fact that it's on all the streaming services, and they probably want you to buy yeah you know, downloads. Yeah. Oh my God, everybody! Oh, you're right, Maverick and Goose. Thank you guys. Oh, oh my God, oh. my favorite. Talk to me, Goose. Talk to me. Talk to me, Goose. Thank but you so much for the text message. He's hilarious. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. The good, the bad. And the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Disney Plus has officially taken over your television. Sort of. The much-anticipated streaming service began, although reports are it's crashing, probably (laughs) due to high demand, I'm assuming. Not because they probably weren't ready for it, but this has 
everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. The new what does Star it have Wars? that Amazon Prime and Hulu and all that stuff doesn't, doesn't have? Every Disney everything. product? Disney Plus has Hulu really? and ESPN. Yes, they do. They have wow. both of those. They have The Mandalorian, which is the new uh, TV show based on Star, uh, Star Wars stuff, which, by the way, they showed the preview uh, during Monday Night Football last night. That was a terrible preview. I'm sure the show was oh, cool. That I was thought just it was a pretty sneak good. Peek. But the trailer was like, mm-hmm. come on, man. I've that, seen that a thousand times. Yeah. Live action Lady of the Tramp, high school musical, the series. Forky the Spork from Toy Story has his own show. Wow. Then there are the classic movies, The Lion King original, The Sound of Music, and other classics. And ah, check this out. The I'm in Dave, heaven. The Davy Crockett movies from the 1950s. <gasps> wow. Davy Crockett, Davey, King of the Wild. Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Yep, you are all going to be fighting over your chance to use the television. This is just the first round. There's so much more coming. It's hard to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, wow. the Simpsons are on there. Jeff Goldblum even has his own yep. show. Oh, well, gee, I'll get it just for Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Uh, I would have me a Goldblum. And you know who's going to have plenty of time to sit around and watch it? Former White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer, who was officially and finally kicked off Dancing with the Stars. His final dance was to Destiny's Child, Bill's Bill. Oh, Bill. you have got to be kidding me. I am not I joking. Know, no, I was not making not. that up. He only got 26 out of 40 possible points from the bills, judges. Don't pay the and, you know, he was controversial not just because of the job he held, but because he couldn't dance. And there were so many people who were better than him that were staying on because they were just keeping him on for the controversy. But it's, it's the votes, right? It's the votes. Right. I mean... And and uh, he, he finally got the old boot. And, yes, it is officially Christmas season. We know that because everyone and their mom is putting out Christmas music. But this one we might like. Keith Urban has a new song called I'll Be Your Santa. Sir, I want to buy these shoes. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. What? I love it. This isn't it? No. It's I love it. I've never heard this before. It's so original. Yeah, yeah. Christmas shoes. Do you know what it's about, though? It's about a dead lady who needs shoes. It's a well, no. She wants a size seven before she goes to heaven, and, uh-huh. and the little kid runs down. Uh huh. Gets his mama. Yeah. A pair of uh, little kid sounds like he's about sixty-eight. I no. want to buy these. <laughs> That's not the kid singing. Oh, okay. That's the song is about angel. sending the child to get mama a pair of little pumps do, do before have, she goes to do meet you the have Lord. Keith Urban. Oh yeah. <laughs> what a relief! I was about to sign off on you. <laughs> Make you a star at the top of the tree, shining so bright. You don't need There you go. You've got the good, the bad, the gossip, and the Christmas. You've got the Fitz file. The legendary Fitz happens live. Fitz? Fitz. With an F? With an F. <laughs> Fitz happens. Fitz, it's the Fitz show. Welcome to Playlist Profiling. Can we decode your life and learn everything about you based off of three songs from your personal playlist? Well, here's the deal. We have a mystery caller on hold right now, and we do not know anything about them. We're going to profile our mystery caller based off of three songs from their playlist. So we're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids based off of three songs. And after we make our profiling guesses, we're going to reveal the identity of the individual we profiled and see how close we came to profiling them. Is everyone ready? Yes. I'm ready. All right. Uh, I'll give you a couple of seconds to grab something to take your notes with. Get a legal pad, whatever you have to do. As always, we look forward to your profiles. All right. Song number one. FGL and Cruz. 
right, song number two, Kiss, Rock and Roll All Night. I feel like I'm playing Guitar Hero right now. <laughs> Song number three, Panic at the Disco, High Hopes. As always, I'll give us all just a couple of seconds to, uh, to do our profiling thing. This is tough. Wow. This, this is, is really hard one. This is a hard one, but not too hard for a profiling expert. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a female. I'm sensing some struggling in this song, like cruise, rock and roll all night, uh, high hopes. There's a theme of wanting freedom. This individual's definitely 44-year-old cougar. She's a 44-year-old lady, drives a Lexus, but... She wants freedom because she is she's a she's a housewife and doesn't really have the that freedom to be her. Not enough time to be her. Okay. She is married with two children. That's what I'm thinking. Drew, what say you? I got a completely different read. I think it's a male. He's 33, and I really get that from the high hopes. Nobody over out of their 30s likes Panic at the Disco or really even knows them. <laughs> Uh, that is so not true. I, I think that this person is formerly kind of an emo kid that's converted to country, right? So he's he's come our way. He drives a Kia sedan. He's being he's being responsible because he does have a kid. He works at Home Depot or another big box uh, hardware store, and he's single. Okay, Claire, what about you? Your playlist profile. I also think this is a man. Uh, I'm a little younger than you, Drew. 29. I like the okay. former emo thing, um, but uh, he's he's also... The Kiss tells me that he's somebody who's not afraid to work with his hands, yeah, right? right? Like mm. a Kiss fan mm. is, is down and dirty. So he's <laughs> he's an electrician, uh, but he drives, a, you know, he drives a Mazda CX-5, like a pretty decent you know SUV. Okay. He is single with no kids. All right, Ryder the Young and uh, your profile. All right, so... I'm totally with you, Fitz. I do think it's a female. Yeah. But I think the age is just a little too far off. I'm going to say she's 28. Okay. She's got good taste in music because of her parents raising her on Kiss. Yeah. I think she drives a Dodge van. Uh, I think she's a secretary somewhere. I'm going to say she's married with two kids. All right. Our mystery caller is on hold right now. Stand by for the big reveal. It happens live. We are back with Playlist Profiling, the big reveal. And if you're just tuning in, we have a mystery caller on the phone. We don't know anything about this mystery caller. All we know are three songs from their personal playlist, and we're all going to attempt to profile this individual based off of these three songs. The moment we've all been waiting for as we go to our mystery caller. We're about to find out who came closest to profiling our mystery caller. Mystery caller, are you a male or a female? I'd be a male. Oh, yeah. nice. Dang. Nice. Mystery caller, how old are you? 22. Whoa. Whoa. Ooh. Dang. Wow. What do, you, what do you drive? 2017 Chevy Impala. 
Ooh. Oh, nice. Paula. Shakala. 20 inch blades on the Impala. What is your profession? Uh, machine operator. Dang. Okay. Are you single or married? Yeah, engaged. All right. So, what do we even count that? So, still single. Technically, he's not married, so yes. Okay. Num- number of kids. Do you have any children? Nope. Okay. Give me just a couple of seconds. We're going to see who came closest to profiling you. Hang tight. Okay, Drew, what's it looking like? Okay. Fitz, for the expert profiler that you are... You hear that? This is this is me crumpling up today's yeah, profile. Y- you didn't show up today. You got a zero. But don't worry. Ryder's right there with you. He also got a zero. You guys were a uh, little bit off here. Something threw you. I, was I got two age. right. You were close on the age, but you were still quite a ways off. All right. I got two right. Male single. Claire got two right. Male single. But Claire also nailed no kids for three, which gives Claire Whoa. the win. Well done. Did you say something about electrician <laughs> or machinist? I said he was an electrician and he was a machinist. That's pretty I think good. that's pretty close. Well, no, he's a machine operator. Oh. I think he, mean, he might mean like heavy equipment. I'm not right. Sure. But still, I said someone who works with their hands, right? You were already closest, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're uh, already close. Mystery <laughs> caller, what is your name? Dakota. And does it feel weird to be profiled? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. We do the good stuff because good feels good. And if you have any good stuff going on in your world, will you send me a message? Let me know. Go to Facebook and search Follow Fits. Uh, And, of course, if anybody has any good stuff to throw out, throw it out in a second. I got some. Last night, my little baby boy, Cash, started gymnastics. (gasps) Oh, wow. Whoa. And he, man, I'm just so proud. He's just a little natural. The guy was like, this is his first lesson. I'm like, yeah, but we've been watching, you know, uh, gymnastics on YouTube and, you know, how to do the rings and the, you know, the trampoline stuff and the flips and the somersaults. And he's like, wow. So I was just so excited. I wanted to, you know, I'm just so impressed with, with, my, with my baby, my little baby boy, because, you know, he loves his basketball and he loves his gymnastics and he loves his football and Whatever he's interested in, he goes for it. And I think we could all learn a lot from little kids like that. Yeah, yeah. they're fearless. Fearless. Yeah. Anybody else want. have any good stuff going on? If not, I can get to some other good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of scary. <laughs> Life is just good right now. We just so. can't, yeah. we can't match up to that. That's yeah. so good. We don't have yeah. an awesome little dude that's good at gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool. I mean, they get out there and chalk up their hands and, you know, get ready to... Hit the mats. That's my favorite impressive. thing with little kids when they're doing sports is when they have their hands on their hips. That's my oh, yeah. favorite little, yeah. little kid hands Ready? on the hips dance. Like, oh. yeah, I'm, I got this. I'm tough. <laughs> my my oldest son Corbin, who's 21 years old right now. What Corbin? Uh, when he was a little baby and used to play soccer, he'd just be out in the field playing with the bugs. <laughs> right? Yeah. He was that Thick kid. In the grass. He was that kid. Yeah. And then my little brother Dustin. Uh, you know, everybody else would be playing the soccer game, and Dustin would be, you know, near the goal, doing some sort of choreography or some dance. Yeah. There was always that kid on team, <laughs> right? In base, yeah. in little league, you'd put him in right field, and he'd be out there like playing in the grass, yeah. Yeah. sitting down. <laughs> that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. 
You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch happens. Welcome to Make Up or Break Up, where amazing couples' relationships are, are at a serious crossroad. And we just try to get together and help them out. You decide, should they make up or break up? And if you have a moment to provide some advice, Lila sent me a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash follow Fitz. And we've had a lot of, well, a lot of discussion about this particular subject, and it's social media. It seems like Lila's boyfriend of five years, Chris, likes to continue to stay in contact with a lot of other females, even though he's been in a relationship for a long, long time. Mm. Lila, welcome to Make Up or Break Up. Hi, how are you guys? Good. Thank you so much for corresponding with me on Facebook. And you kind of went a little in-depth with me about the situation. He's chatting with with girls he went to high school with. He's chatting with people, girls that he works with. And you've just kind of had enough? Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like lopsided. Like, I'm telling you, all of his friends are female. And they're all commenting on his photos. He's commenting back. It's just like, it's ridiculous. It's too much. It's unacceptable. Like, there's no doubt he's crossed the line. You mentioned in your Facebook message that you actually witness a lot of flirting, like, you sense they're definitely flirting with him. You've seen that in, in like, you know, all the messages. But how does he flirt back with them? Um, I mean, just like, you know how you can let, you can like a comment with like a little like cute emoji oh, yeah. or like a wink face emoji or like a kissy face emoji, a lot of that. Um, and then just like calling people hun. Like, he didn't even call me hun. <laughs> hun. <laughs> Honey, Weird. sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Darling. Stuff like that, like little pet names. And I'm like, no, if it's not your girlfriend, especially when it can be seen publicly, it's like it's embarrassing for me if my friends see my boyfriend commenting like that on other girls' photos. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, first of all, Lila, I want to thank you for voluntarily coming on the show. I know it's not easy. And as you know, Chris is on hold right now, and he's hearing every bit of this. But in a second... We're going to get his side of the story, all right, and just basically figure out if it's okay for your boyfriend to flirt with other women on social media. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. 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 Welcome back to Make Up or Break Up. They, they just really hope that we could all get together and help them out. You decide. Should they make up or break up? I received a message from Lila, and uh, she's been with her boyfriend, Chris, for five years. And apparently Chris has got a little issue with flirting with women on Facebook. Again, they've been together five years. He sent, uh, from what I understand, according to Lila, are you there? Yes, hi. Uh, hi. So according to your Facebook message, he continues to flirt with women that he works with after work hours, and he's still chatting with girls that he went to high school and college with. And you've had enough because you've also said that you've noticed a lot of Chris flirting back with them. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, you know he's been hearing all this, and um, let's welcome him to the show right now. Chris. Hey, how you doing? Good. Chris, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I guess I got to ask, you know, is it true that you constantly uh, stay in contact with uh, a whole lot of females on social media? I... I mean, I, I guess it's true. I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm flirting. I keep in contact with people that I work with because in my line of work, I have to be friendly and I have to get to know people. And that's how friendly. you endear yourself to someone, right? So I wouldn't call it flirting. And we've had this conversation multiple times. You know, we've been together for five years. 
So I, again, it's not flirting. It's me keeping in contact with people that I work with and friends of mine in case I have future business with them. I'm calling some BS right now. All right. If Lila is, is that important in your life, five years, you said that this has been something that constantly comes up in your relationship. Obviously, you know, she's really uncomfortable with this. Why do you continue to do it? I mean, is Lila the person that you want to be with? Yes, Lila is the person that I want to be with. That's why we've been together as long as we have. But this is, you know, as I said, it's part of my business. I'm I'm in real estate. I need to get to know people. I need to make contact with people constantly. And that world is very, very friendly. You know, that's how you, people trust you as a person is when you show pieces of yourself and you make them feel welcome. Lila says, though, that a majority, almost all of the people you correspond with are women. Do you not want to sell houses to men? Ooh, actually, ladies and, are the biggest house buyers right now. Yeah, but, yeah, single women are yeah. buying more houses. But I'm not buying his story. Claire, I'm with you. And, <laughs> yeah. and Chris, my, my BS meter is flying off the handle right now. I, I'm, I'm sorry that it sounds like BS. Um, it's probably because it's, uh, this is a speech that I've given multiple times. This, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I, I know what I'm saying because I've had to say it so many times. And yes, a lot of my target is women. And it's, I'm not doubting the fact that I'm, I'm, I dress well. I present myself well. That's part of the clientele that's going to respond more to me. So then I say certain things to get work out of them. It's, I'm not flirting. I'm not trying to start a relationship with these people. I'm just trying to do my business well. Dude, come on. You do more than flirt. Andy, I just saw a comment you made to Andy, uh, who's my favorite one. Your comments. Yeah, Lulu Lemon Pants. You're commenting on her Lulu Lemon Pants. You really need to do that for work? <laughs> oh no! Lots of closet room in this house. Does, <laughs> Lila, does he compliment you on your Lululemons or yoga pants? Uh, not on social media. Oh. Yeah, Chris, why, why would you? Co- I don't. I don't need to air our laundry. It's that's between I you and me. I compliment get a like you. out of you, dude. When I post a photo of us. It's because I see you all the time. I see you in person. It's much more genuine. Everything on social media doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. oh. All right. Um, should they make up or break up? And if you don't mind, hey, Chris and Lila, is there anything else that you guys want to say? Or, or would you like me to pass this number to our therapist to maybe help you guys out uh, if, if, if you guys want that for your relationship? I don't think we need a therapist. Okay. Uh, I think clearly we do. Mm. So I'm willing. But if you're not, then maybe your job is more important than your girlfriend. <sighs> All right. Hang on one second. I'm going to put you on hold. I appreciate you voluntarily coming on. This is Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Makes you feel alive. Full out, full out throttle, man. F-I-T with a Z, players. Fitz Happens Live. Should they make up or break up? Could really use some some five-minute heroes right now with some advice. Drew, uh, what are some of these text messages saying? Well, believe it or not, some people are in defense of Chris. Uh, here's one that says, I think she needs to chill out. He's probably just a friendly guy. Probably calls people hun when he can't remember their name. So nothing going on, just overly friendly. That's the minority opinion here. Um, a lot of people say <laughs> they, they don't. There's people saying, look, I work in real estate. You don't have to do it that way. I uh, One lady says... Uh, what you say about statistically with real estate? He says, yeah, hey, Fitz, do you know that real estate agents are statistically the, one of the uh, careers most likely to cheat? I don't 
know if that's true. That just came in on a message. What are you really doing when you're showing those homes? Right. Oh, uh, no. There is a great message here that says, yes, he's in sales, but he's selling you, honey. He's a cheater. <laughs> Let's go to Kennedy real quick. Kennedy, should they make up or break up? Well, uh, you know, I'm kind of leaning towards break up, but, you know, if they could fix it, then they should stay together. Right. Five years is a long time. But, you know, I I also work in the industry. You don't need to send winky faces or kissy faces. You don't need to do any of that. That's crazy. Oh, and it I know, kind right? of sounds like cheater behavior, you know? If he hasn't mm. cheated yet, when's he going to? My wife got in my Facebook and saw me sending, like, little winky faces and, like, you know, to pe- oh, my God. You don't I- need to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't wake up in the morning. I'm telling you. She'd yeah. kill me in my sleep. <laughs> make up or murder? <laughs> That's the next round. It's make up or murder. Thank you so much for calling. Let's go to Allison. Should they make up or break up? Break up. Get out now. Yeah. I don't care about five years. Mm-hmm. It's just waiting to happen, and Facebook offers itself up for that kind of stuff. And if, it's, if he is so innocent, then... Give her full access to your Facebook page, but you really need to stop. That's the best thing you be can do. With her. If you're with yeah, someone, give stop. give access, give your passwords to 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 love your life. You know what I mean? Like my wife has all my stuff. You know. So so you're saying forget about the five years. It's not worth it. This guy is demonstrating the behavior. You, you know where this guy's headed. Oh yeah. No. I mean, it's he obviously needs to hide something. So he just needs. They need to be done, and yeah. she needs to move on to someone that wants to be honest. And, I mean, Lululemon pants, come on. If you're selling houses, come on. I mean, well, I've never seen something so ridiculous. What do you have against Lululemons? <laughs> <laughs> Not a thing. You tried Not to tell thing. me I can't wear Lululemons in a pair of boots? <laughs> she said namaste. <laughs> namaste. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. Oh. Hey, Dee Dee, should they make up or break up? Dee Dee has a great point. Drew, Drew, pay very close attention right here. Go ahead, Dee Dee. I, I, I don't know if they should make up or break up. I don't have all the facts, but my question is, why are they still boyfriend and girlfriend after five years? With the flirting, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, that's kind of a red flag. No commitment, <laughs> right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, interesting. That's what I'm saying. You know, like my buddy Drew over here, he's been with his woman like 11 or 12 years, no ring, no commitment, no thing. Scary, isn't it? Ah, uh, well, I can't comment again. No facts on that one. <laughs> Good luck, Drew. Well, not everyone so feels that I... they have to get married and, and make it legal. I don't know if that's the issue here. <laughs> well, Whoa, did it just get chillier in here? Is it me? So I gotta cool. zip up my hoodie a little. <laughs> I think that could. Come on. Maybe that's turned into the issue right now. <laughs> So, Drew, now this is about you, really? No, 11 years? This is, we're not talking about me here. We're talking about Lila and Chris. Are you Get engaged make or Drew break up, Drew. Pick one. <laughs> make Drew, break Drew. We, we have makeup or murder so right. far today. Engaged or break up. <laughs> uh, hey, Carl, should they make up or break up, my friend? Definitely break up. Yeah? Why is Definitely. that, sir? Well, I'm just not buying this whole... You have to do this for work thing. Yeah, that's that's just there's that's, there's just something else going on there. You've been with somebody five years. You should be you should be dedicating all that attention to your significant other. This is my opinion on that. Yeah, and I thank you for that. Continue to sound off right now. Go to our Facebook page. Oh my God! Real funny. The Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the show, uh, everybody, on Facebook. Just search Follow Fitz. Say what's up to us. We're on Facebook Messenger right now. Hey, uh, if you want to convince someone that they're absolutely wrong, the French philosopher Pascal came up with a trick 350 years ago that works. Okay, mm-hmm. Before you focus on why they're wrong, talk about the aspects of their argument that are right. Did you guys know this? Mm-hmm. So if you're arguing with someone and you really want to prove your point, Right, and you know you're absolutely right no matter what, and you're going to stand by it. Back up some of the things they are saying, right? Some of the things that that they are saying uh, uh, is right, right? Yeah, and, 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 and what essentially agree with them? Yeah, there's a, a technique in debate called the strongman argument, and it's it's opposed to the strawman argument. The strongman argument. I was is, a master at that, by the way. Yeah, the strongman argument is see, he just did it right there. He did sure what? Did. You basically explain the other person's point. Thoroughly and clearly, and that shows them that you understand their point. And psychologically, they're like, uh-oh, this guy knows more about my point than I do. Oh, interesting. Mm. Interesting, Drew. It's- or as we say in the South, you catch more flies with honey than the vinegar. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey, you are so right about that, but let me tell you something else. Well, and the greatest line uh, when you're having an argument in the South, when you really just want to win it and walk out, is, bless your little heart. Yep. Bless your heart, you poor little thing. So Bless your heart. That's my favorite. You poor thing. Oh, Aww. you poor thing. Bless your heart. Yeah, I love learning that because now I use it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you, don't when know. you're just done with somebody and, yeah. and, and you don't even feel the need to even argue anymore. Oh, yeah. It's like the crane just, kick from Karate Kid because when it it's takes done correctly, there's time. no defense. You can't, <laughs> yes. you can't dodge it. It takes them out every time. You never expect it. <laughs> you're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome. There's Drew, Claire, Ryder the Youngin. I wanted to uh, fill you guys in. I wanted to provide a little resolution on a story I told on the air a couple of days ago. Um, oh, I'm not wearing it today. Remember, uh, somebody sent me a man charm bracelet. On yeah. the air, right. recently, I was talking about, randomly at my house, I get this bracelet and it has all my babies, yeah. all my babies' names on it. Corbin, Chloe, Cooper, Baby Drew, and Cash. And it was on this like cool little brown rope thing. I'm like, oh, this is cool. There's no return address. I had no idea who sent it to me. I, I, so I went on the air. I'm like, okay, did one of our P1s send this? I went to my boss, the prime minister of Twang. Asked him if he sent it to me. He said no. I asked my parents. <gasps> Any guesses on who it was? Who sent me the man charm bracelet? Drew! Uh, well, we know it wasn't your wife, so I'm thinking a sibling. Like your sister. Oh, no. My God, they'd never do that. Oh, okay. Well, that's why you <laughs> wouldn't to expect say she, it. My sister would send me a gift. Actually, she does send me stuff, but it's not her. Okay. Claire? Your eldest son. Incorrect. Absolutely incorrect, Claire. Right at the youngin. Mama Fitz. Not my mother. Dang. No. It was my mother-in-law. Oh. Okay. Aww. Bethany, the mouth okay. from the south's mama, sent it to me. She heard Aww. me talking about little man charms, and now I want like a little Boston Terrier. And like you know, something for my wife on my um, my man charm, and it's a masculine bracelet. Yeah. And your wife didn't know that her she mother didn't sent even this? know. Oh, and I'm like, well, why didn't she say anything? Or, oh. I just thought that was very. She's like, I wanted to freak you out. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. <laughs> She's hilarious. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. No rest This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. 
We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. You know, there's a lot of obvious reasons to join the military. And we talk about the benefits and the educational opportunities and the life lessons that are available to our servicemen and women. But today's troop is showing us another benefit of military service that we may not have thought about prior. Today, we salute Staff Sergeant Shane Durkin of the United States Army. Staff Sergeant Durkin has served 16 years in the Army thus far and is still going strong. And the benefit that Durkin shows to us today is one he may not have even realized himself. That benefit is impressing one's father-in-law. This salute was written into me by Shane's father-in-law, Mark Wright. While so many others struggle to forge a relationship with their in-laws or to even find common ground, Shane Durkin's father-in-law is so proud of him, he's letting the whole world know it. Quote, he's the father of my three grandchildren and he's my daughter's knight in shining armor says Mark with pride. He goes on to say that Durkin represents our nation's strength and character, and it's obvious these two are close. And Mark says that Shane presented him with the American flag that flew over his base in Afghanistan. And it's important to note, uh, he wrote us later to say it, but he didn't include it in his original salute, but Mark himself served. He was in the 101st from 77 to No 80. kidding, airborne? Oh, wow. Yeah, Army strong, he says. Wow. So that's an Army fan. So that's respect to earn right there yeah. as well. Troop wow. salute to him. Yeah. So for his service to the nation and for setting the example for all sons-in-law, today we salute Staff Sergeant Shane Durkin of the United States Army. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, future, just go to my Facebook page. All you have to do is search, follow, fits, and uh, send us all their information because we love doing them. And I'm grateful uh, to be able to to do the troop salute. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now... Here's my daddy. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I'm going to take you out of Canada now. This is titled, You Won't Like It When I'm Angry. Or should I say hangry? <laughs> the definition of hangry is, Drew... When you're so hungry that your your temper is flaring, you're angry because of hunger, yeah. you're hangry. Man in Canada... Recently called 911 after a restaurant got his order wrong and forgot to hold the tomatoes on his chicken sandwich. He didn't like his sandwich with tomatoes on it, so he did call the police. I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio, folks. 911, do you need police, fire, ambulance? Hi, Hi. sorry, police, police. I ordered a chicken sandwich, and basically the owner, I told him right before I ordered, I can't eat tomatoes because I'm allergic. At that time, I was like, okay, you know what? It happened last week where I ordered something and it was to go, and I got tomatoes, and I told them I can't eat tomatoes. Okay, so this, this has nothing to do with the police, okay, sir? Much less than 911. Please don't call 911 in the future for fried chicken mishaps. Hold okay? up. Right. Hold up. Order in the court. You know what? Now that I heard this audio, hold up a second. My little niece, Breland, has a severe, severe peanut allergy, mm-hmm. and basically... Uh, my sister and uh, my brother-in-law have to go to every general manager at every single restaurant to make sure, like what you know, what's what's in her food and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yes. So 
The fact that this operator said that this is not a possible emergency really ticks me off. Because now that I heard that audio. No, because he's not going into anaphylactic shock. Right. He's just mm. calling to complain. Right. If well, had, you know what? Somebody's got to watch that stuff. If he, Yeah, but not 911. No, you go back to the restaurant. You say, I'm sorry. I'm mm. allergic to this. I can't eat it. Can you please remake it or give me my money Even back? if it happens yeah. over and over and over again, I, think, I, that I think it could become... A 911 issue. If, if, you, if tomatoes no, continue to be put on that sandwich. When if they, you have the allergic reaction, yeah. 100% yes. you call 911. Yes. If you're just complaining because you saw it and they got it wrong. What if you have children? A lot of kids don't even know if they have start having allergic reactions. I've seen it. But I'm it, just saying. What but, is 911 going to do? Yeah, they can't do anything. They can't send the police out to uh, scold the, the cook. The, yeah. Yeah, the cook right. or the restaurant. <laughs> right. No, that that's a very terrible use of nine one one in that case. Yeah. But yes, if they had eaten it and had the reaction, then yes. Now you're calling nine one for an ambulance. It's, yeah. a, it's yes. all right. So you're saying it's a bad use of of nine one one. It's yeah. also a bad waste of tomatoes. Oh, I I, I agree with that. It's all a right. bad waste of food. Page two. Why are you kidding me, folks? I'm going to take you out of the cu- customer service department here. Oh damn, no spam. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin spice. Spam went on sale oh, yesterday, yum. and it is already sold out at Spam.com. Dang. I am not even kidding. The only place that they were selling it was Walmart.com. I went to check there, but uh, I couldn't find it at Walmart.com. Man. And the pumpkin spice flavored... Have you ever had pumpkin spice flavored Spam? No, you, you know, know what this I is? Want? This yeah. is the gag gift of Christmas 2019. No, this is delicious. Going on. People love it. This sounds people amazing. People love it. This is what people are going to wrap up. You're going to open it up at your company white elephant party, and you're going to like, oh, great. I'd pop the can open spam. right there and eat it. You'd eat it right there. Oh, fry it, it up. sounds so good. Do you ever fry your Spam? Oh, all the time. Ooh. You fry it up, you throw it in with uh, yeah. on top of grilled cheese or in your macaroni and cheese. Ooh, oh, it's yeah. delicious. Yeah. Obviously, Ryder, they weren't raised on Spam like you and I were. No, I was raised broke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> spam and ramen is what's for dinner. <laughs> it's what's for dinner. Uh, check this out, you guys. <laughs> oh, good old Weird Al. There you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fitz Files. Disney Plus has officially taken over your television. Sort of. The much-anticipated streaming service began, although reports are it's crashing, probably (laughs) due to high demand, I'm assuming. Not because they probably weren't ready for it, but this has everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. What does it have that Amazon Prime and Hulu and all that stuff doesn't have? Every Disney product? Disney Plus has Hulu and ESPN. Yes, they do. They have both of those. They have The Mandalorian, which is the new uh, TV show based on Star uh, Star Wars stuff, which, by the way, they showed the preview uh, during Monday Night Football last night. That was a terrible preview. I'm sure the show is cool. That was was a sneak peek. But the trailer was like, Mm -hmm. come on, man. I've seen that a thousand times. Live action Lady of the Tramp High School Musical The Series. Forky the Spork from Toy Story has his own show. Wow. Then there are the classic movies, The Lion King original, The Sound of Music, and other classics. And ah, check this out. The I'm in Dave, heaven. The Davy Crockett movies from the 1950s. <gasps> wow. Davy Crockett, Davey, King of the Wild. Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Yep, you are all going to be fighting over your chance to use the television. This is just the first round. There's so much more coming. It's hard to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, wow. the Simpsons are on there. Jeff Goldblum even has his own yep. show. 
Oh, well, gee, I'll get it just for Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum? Uh, I would. Had me a Goldblum. And you know who's going to have plenty of time to sit around and watch it? Former White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer, who was officially and finally kicked off Dancing with the Stars. His final dance was to Destiny's Child, Bill's Bill. Oh, Bill. you have got to be kidding me. I am not I joking. Know, no, I not making not. that up. He only got 26 out of 40 Can't possible points in the bills, judges. Don't pay the telephone bill. And, you know, he was controversial not just because of the job he held, but because he couldn't dance. And there were so many people who were better than him that were staying on because they were just keeping him on for the controversy. But it's, it's the votes, right? It's the votes. Right. I mean... And and uh, he, he finally got the old boot. And, yes, it is officially Christmas season. We know that because everyone and their mom is putting out Christmas music. But this one we might like. Keith Urban has a new song called I'll Be Your Santa. Sir, I want to buy these shoes. Oh. <laughs> that's, 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 what? I love it. No, this isn't it? No. I love it. I've never heard this before. It's so original. Yeah, yeah. Christmas shoes. Do you know what it's about, though? It's about a dead lady who needs shoes. It's a well, no. She wants a size seven before she goes to heaven, and, uh-huh. and the little kid runs down. Uh huh. Gets his mama. Yeah. A pair of. Uh, little kid sounds like he's about sixty-eight. No. I want to buy these. <laughs> That's not the kid singing. Oh, okay. That's the song is about angel. sending the child to get mama a pair of little pumps do, do before have, she goes to do meet you the have Lord. Keith Urban. Oh yeah. I bring the magic. <laughs> what a relief! I was about to sign up on Keith. <laughs> Make you a star at the top of the tree, shining so bright. You don't need There you go. You've got the good, the bad, the gossip, and the Christmas. You've got the Fitz file. The legendary Fitz happens live. live. The Fitz Show. I have some audio scraps I wanted to get to. This was, this was pretty touching. Uh, you know, we've all been following the story of Alex Trebek. He has pancreatic cancer, and he got a little choked up. Just the other night, or I think it was last night, actually, yeah. when a contestant's final Jeopardy answer was this. In the title of a groundbreaking 1890 expose of poverty in New York City slums, these three words follow how the. Groove, you're smiling. I like that. Let's take a look at your response. Did you come up with the right one? No. What is, we love you out. That's very kind. Thank you. Costs you 1995. You're left with five bucks. Okay. Oh, oh man. gosh. God bless him. He is so strong, man. I just, you know what? He's a, I just admire his strength. Anybody that's willing to continue to be in the public eye like that during a, you know, a, a cancer battle is just yeah. so absolutely impressive. To me, what a hero he is. He's been such a positive role model for so many generations. He doesn't, I mean, maybe he does realize it. Maybe it's a lot of pressure on him. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if he realizes uh, how much strength he's given to everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's right? unreal. Just that right. consistency yeah. of that, that show being there every night at 7.30 oh, yeah? or 7 right. o'clock. And, uh, you know, it's part of people's life. It's part of the routine. It's, it's part routine. of their comfort level. Absolutely. And yeah. it's, it's educational. It's it a is. good thing on television. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, we've all probably seen in our news feed, we, we know people that, are, that have been probably fighting cancer battles for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I look at them and sometimes for strength. Right. I say to myself, if they're waking up and they're doing it, then what the right. heck do I have to complain about today? And pancreatic cancer is particularly, yeah. it has a reputation for being something you, you don't yeah. bounce back from. Right. This and is he's... not something that he's just going through. This is something that is going to happen. Right. And yeah. there he is showing up 
every night. Right. Living his life. Yeah. What's that line from, remember Stuart Scott from ESPN? He said, it's something to the effect of, he didn't lose, he didn't lose the fight to cancer. You know, he, he went down swinging yep. mm-hmm. all the way to the end. Yep. That's not losing the cancer fight at nope. all. Nope. When you're doing what these people are doing and, and you're swinging and you're fighting it. Very admirable, right? So, let's go. Fit happens. It's the Fit Show. Oh, yeah. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Brian the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.